Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Kelly Robinson. Kelly, you are the founder and CEO of PK Recruiting. You are found on the web at pananose.com, and that is P-A-N-N-A-Nose, K-N-O-W-S.com. Kelly, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. We're actually, so we're rebranding. So the website will soon change to pkrecruiting.com. But you can like that. Either way, you'll be able to find us because we'll have it redirected. So we're good. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, to our friend that's uh, listening, um, if you just click on your podcast app and click around in the little information icon or show notes, just keep clicking on stuff and you'll find some show notes that pop up. And we've got a direct link, Kelly, to your website. All right. So where does so what does PK Recruiting do? So PK Recruiting, we act as like a professional services firm focused on hiring and recruiting. So we really work on behalf of our clients who are our, uh, you know, they're different companies that are hiring. So organizations, um, not the employer. So we're not working on behalf of, you know, candidates and potential future employees. Very different than like a commission-based uh, recruiting firm. And 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 who do you typically work with? Um, anyone, I'll say anyone be uh, in between um, twenty to ten thousand employees. Um, anyone that's hiring, you know, anywhere from I'll say ten to one hundred and fifty, two hundred people a year. Mm-hmm. And and so industry, it's, and and what types of positions are you generally trying to recruit for? Yeah, that's a great question. So we're industry agnostic. Um, but we happen to do a lot in healthcare and technology and software, um, professional services as well. So, um, but we'll do, we'll do a lot of different things as long as I feel like we can be successful because I won't take a client that I don't feel like we can be successful in. It's really important. And then as far as the positions, uh, anywhere from entry level um, and up to director, vice president, we've done C-level searches depending on the size of the company. If it's small enough, we'll do it if I feel like we can be successful. Um, but otherwise, um, higher level executive, we leave to those, you know, retained executive searches. And how did you, Kelly, get into this space? And how did you discover that this was your superpower? <laughs> I don't know. Is it my superpower? Maybe. Yeah, it. sure. I like that. We can put a little cape on me. Um, <laughs> so, so um, when I was in school, um, I in college, um, I I didn't know what I was going to do. And my dad, when I was coming out of college, and my dad said, "Listen, um, you should go to this company called um, Kelly Girls, which is Kelly Staffing now." 
but they called it Kelly girls because they used to put receptionists like, you know, so um, he said, why don't you go there and see what they have for you? Because I had no idea what I wanted to do. I had no idea. My mother uh, was a school teacher for like 30 years. And my father worked at Wyeth Pharmaceuticals, which is now Pfizer for 40 years before he retired. So they stuck it at one place and that's what they did back then. So um, I had gone to Kelly and said like, look, I'm looking for a job. I don't know what I want to do. And they said, you know what? We have this um, temporary recruiting assistant position for this company called Devon Consulting. Um, Joel Adams is the, the former CEO and founder of that. He's amazing. He's, I still keep in touch with him 20 some years later. And um, I went in as a temporary assistant. And in three months, I was hired. And I ended up being there for six years doing recruiting. So I helped... Um, I did technical recruiting and then I helped launch their clinical division. So that that's it. You fall into it. No one goes to school kind of to be a recruiter. Um, and, and because my parents both kind of, you know, worked in like for someone else, I, I'd never even thought about going out on my own. Like that wasn't even ever an option my entire career until recently. And it's kind of just kind of a philosophical question here, or just kind of like the the way of the world, Kelly. But why why do we need uh, help with recruiting? Like as as companies, uh, why can't we just just post that we have a job and like just the perfect people come to us? What when what does a what vital role does a recruiter fill that uh, that might be challenging for you know internal HR to do? That's a that's a, a great question. So there are positions that you can, we call it post and pray or post and coast. So there are positions that can be posted and you will be inundated with qualified people, certain levels. Um, but the positions that we're working on mostly are positions that we need to go out and source and hunt. So we need to be proactive. It's like, you know, when you're prospecting for your business, you're going out and you've got targets that are identified. Um, and that's how we do recruiting. So we go out and do that. And most of the internal teams or HR functions, they're so uh, bogged down with administrative work, paperwork. Um, when you're inside, you're doing, uh, most recruiters are doing a lot more than just like sourcing and recruiting and hunting. And so what ends up, uh, they're kind of, their professions end up being a lot of recruiting and administration and posting. And they're not always skilled in sourcing and hunting. But even if they are, they don't have time. So that's why someone would bring in a company like ours um, is to really help with that. That's what we do. Sourcing, hunting, building strategy, pipeline. And then our clients get our pipeline that we built for them, which is a big differentiator. You know, they get that. They're paying for that. That's a deliverable. Yeah. Um, and Kelly, compared to other recruiting uh, you know, uh, recruiting firms, recruiting specialists. Um, where would you say PKR kind of really PK recruiting um, kind of really differentiates itself? Yeah, and you could call it PK recruiting, PKR, whatever you want. Um, so, um, I would say that we differentiate ourselves because we are working truly on behalf of our um, company, our client partners. So, a traditional. This is the best way to explain it. A traditional recruiting agency 
they will go and specialize in a very specific area. So maybe they do technical recruiting um, or maybe they just do sales recruiting. And what they do is they build up their amazing candidate database. And so they can go out to companies and they say, so you have a sales position here. Can we help you fill this position? We have 2 million salespeople you know, in whatever across the, the U.S. and X amount in your area and blah, 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 in our database. And then the client says, yeah, we would love to have your help. Um, and the, the recruiter says, okay, we need to sign an agreement. We're going to take 25% of the salary of the any candidate that we find you. Mm -hmm. And the company says, okay, great, find me some people. And that company will get whoever that recruiter deems is a fit. So the the only the only kind of caveat with that is if the client has kind of beat them down on price on the fee, they're not necessarily going to get the the best candidates, mm -hmm. right? Because they're going to find a client that's paying more. The other thing is they're going to hike up compensation because that's how the recruiter gets paid. So they're going to go for the highest comp for that person instead of just fair equal comp. So what we do is work completely opposite. Like we're in the client's shoes. We're understanding their culture. We're we're digging in big time and we're pitching the company and we're making sure it's a good match because we're in, in there working with them. Our service is monthly. It's a monthly. So it's a retainer basically. So we become part of their team. If someone falls off, we're there. Like it's not good, right? We need to retain our talent. So it's only in our best interest to really find good matches. Yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, as an employer, I bet you have some pretty good perspective on what can I do to make myself a more attractive employer for today's employee that's uh, that's out there? There's a lot. There's a lot of things. And I think it depends on the uh, industry. So there's there's kind of these micro cultures, you know, in in the, or mini cultures maybe in the industry in different industries, where like tech people, tech industry software. If you've got tech people, they might want to be working at home all the time. Um, if you've got you know a big kind of sales culture, they might want to be in the office, engaging, having lunch, doing things like that. So it's it's really depends. Um, on what they are, but working, you know, in the office and out of the office, but companies will come up with kind of their own things that are engaging and interesting to them. Um, for me, it's uh, just providing a lot of autonomy to my team. So um, there's no micromanagement. Uh, I hire what I, I say, I hire adults. And so, you know, they are recruiters that are accountable for their work. They know how they're accountable and why they're accountable. No one tracks their hours. You know, they're all at home. A lot of them have kids. Um, they need to run out and run in, you know, during the day. And I don't mind as long as they're productive. So that's what's great for recruiters, um, especially my group. It's a lot of moms. So um, it depends, right? People are doing different things. Some people want retirement. Some people want, you know, days off. Some people want, you know, paid whatever. So there's lots of different options that people can do. Um, it just depends on the people. They're they're everyone's different. So you've got to to do what is important to that group of people or even individuals. Yeah. And it seems like um, you know, this at least the headlines 
are, you know, has, has been kind of wild fluctuations. They're like, oh no, there's too many employees and it's a, it's an employee market. Oh no, 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 now, now where there's all these massive layoffs. Um, as of when we're recording this, you know, we're just kind of eked in, into 2023. Where would you say, what, like, if you had any predictions for this year, um, what do you see or what, what are you guessing or some trends or maybe some, some things that might impact the market um, it, regarding supply and demand, um, just to kind of, you know, wh- where we are. I'm, I'm really curious about your perspective on this. Yeah, it's, it's so there, I started my business about four years ago and there has been so much change. I started right before COVID. Um, and so with COVID, you know, came, we all know what happened there, right? And, and it was really an employee's market. Like they could pick pretty much what they wanted. We had a lot of people in healthcare not working. And so what happened there is companies were hiring people that were not um, were not at the level for the salary that they were paying because they were desperate and they had to, because the employee was really the one that was in um, control, right? So they would say, well, that's fine. I can come work for you, but you need to pay me X. And a lot of times it was way higher than really what their value was in the market. So one of the things that's happened is now that like the tech, we went through all this tech hiring because we were, everyone was at home, right? So there was a huge boom there in what we needed Um, and just being home, ordering things or things on, you know, work, anything like that. So now there's some of these layoffs um, because we've kind of gotten through that and passed that. Some people are getting back where they have what they need. Um, or they're going back out into the market to buy things and things like that. So that is switching. And what's happening is the employers are starting to see that they have people that are not valued at the level that they're paying. They're not producing at that level, right? Or they have too many people and they have to let go. Um, That's happening. So the employers are now uh, either laying off those people or what I call kind of top grading. So they're they're kind of finding the person that actually fits that role because you can't go back to someone and say, okay, well, now that it's an employer market, you're not worth the extra $30,000 we've been paying you um, and we have to reduce, but the employers have to do something because you know they're paying more. So their cost has gone up, but it doesn't necessarily mean the revenue goes up. You know, their, their margins are different. Um, that's one thing. The other thing right now is big. Uh, have you heard of the pay transparency conversation that's happening out in the world? So what's happening is. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And employers don't like that. <laughs> Some employers don't like that. <laughs> no. Well, so it creates a lot of work. So what the pay transparency is, is states is, and it's kind of by state. Right. So certain states are putting into law that you need to put a range in a posting in a job posting. You need to advertise what you're paying. And so that's going to create a lot of work internally. And it's already creating a lot of work internally at companies because they have to make sure their teams pay fairly because they're going to see that post. Right. So everyone has to be paid. Um, you know, we call it like internal equity. They've got to look at everyone internal and make sure that they have different values and variables that qualify people for certain ranges. Um, So that's a big, big thing. 
And there's already a lot of states that have done that. Uh, and it's going to continue and continue and continue. So for the job seeker, it's it's good and bad because if they're overpaid right now, they're going to quickly figure out what the market is paying and they might have to take a step back. Um, but it's also right out there, uh, you know, so it's mm -hmm, it's fun. It's really fun. <laughs> your your website, Kelly, pkrecruiting.com. Um, what is someone's been listening to our conversation? They're like, I like Kelly. <laughs> like where, where can they go from this podcast? Like, what's that, what's kind of like that next step for them? Yes. You know, maybe they just want to get to know you a little bit more, follow some of your thought leadership. Yeah. LinkedIn, right. That's my baby. LinkedIn's mm -hmm. my baby. So I post daily. Um, and I have, uh, I'm very thoughtful about my, um, connections and, um, that's where I am all the time. And that's where you can find information on, uh, my company too. We'll have a new website launching probably hopefully by by the end of February um, is the time it's already mostly built and so I would say people should go and and find me Kelly Robinson um, at PK recruiting on uh, on LinkedIn awesome all right Kelly uh again Kelly uh oh, geez. I lost my page, Kelly Robinson. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Kelly Robinson. Sorry. That's what I get from like trying to multitask and like, oh, I got to say this right. I got to say this right. And then I say nothing right. Kelly <laughs> Robinson, founder, CEO of PK Recruiting, found on the web at pkrecruiting.com. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. It's great to be here. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week. You are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.